greetings and salutations. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right. You are tuning in to the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. And we are here for episode number 55. That's right. Episode number 50 plus five. Man, I'm really, really excited about today's episode, um, and I'm going to go ahead and give you a disclaimer. Um, this episode may push over the 30-minute mark. I'm going to try to keep it um, within that time frame, but I probably got something to say. You know what I mean? I just got something to say, and I want to get it out, and I want to make sure that I get it out in totality. Um, so just please be patient with me and know that this is a message that is designed for the tribe. Um, it is something that weighs heavy on my heart. Um, so I need to go ahead and put it out there um, just the way that it comes. Um, so much so that I actually I did a little bit more um, study, I guess you could say study and writing down um, some points that I want to make sure that I hit. Um because it's just that important to the culture and it's just that important to me. So if you don't like it, if you don't think you have at least 30 minutes um, to delve into it, I will not um, fault you if you push away right now, but it is very, very important. So let's go ahead and get into it. So this is episode number 55. And episode 55, you know, I like to start with the meaning of the number. And so I did a little bit of homework um, before I jumped into the topic itself. And as always, I like to make sure um, that the number aligns with the actual topic. Um, and hopefully you'll think so. But before I go into that, please make sure you follow me on all um, social media platforms. We'll start with um, Instagram, which is the black and bougie b-o-u-j-e-e podcast that is the black and b-o-u-j-e-e podcast that is on instagram and on facebook you can find me on the jw podcast known as the black and bougie experience facebook you can find me at the jw podcast known as the black and bougie experience all right here we go so what does the number 55 mean Meaning of 55, a clear sign that you should maintain a positive outlook to prepare yourself for major change for the good. Reminder to have gratitude for all the blessings in your life and how far you've come already. The gratitude you generate on a daily basis will further attract even more blessings into your life based on the law of attraction, like attracts like. I'm going to read that really, really quickly one more time. A clear sign that you should maintain a positive outlook to prepare yourself for major change, for the change for the good. Reminded to have gratitude for all the blessings in your life and how far you've come already. The gratitude you generate on a daily basis will further attract even more blessings into your life based on the law of attract of attraction. Like attracts like. So as I was riding in the car today to go pick up a cigar, and as I'm going to do so, um, I'm listening to DJ Khaled's uh, album, God Did, and the title song, God Did, which has uh, 
Lil Wayne and, and, and Jay-Z. And, and as I'm listening to this song, it was almost like the soundtrack to my life. And as I'm listening to it, I am, I start to just kind of replay my life in the moment. I'm listening to the lyrics and my life is playing back to me at the same time. And so I start to think about my life and I start to think about the accomplishments that I have today and how 15 years ago, 20 years ago, um, 24 years ago, don't want to date myself. I could not have seen my life as I see it today. I could not have seen the children that I have today. I could not have seen the amazing wife that I have today. I could not see um, this life that I've accomplished today, the, the financial success, the career success, the entrepreneur success. I could not have imagined this person from from College Park, GA, um, would have actually had all of these things. And I got a little bit emotional. And although my path is not like Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, or Jay-Z, my, my path is Justin, um, I couldn't help but think of where I am today. And the resume that I've built. And so that was actually, and this, is, this lets you know just how um, organic this podcast is. The title of episode 55 is Resume. That's right. The title of episode number 55 of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience is titled Resume. Because I started to look at this, this resume, and I'll get into the definition um, soon. But I started to look at, the, you know what? Let me, you know, let me go ahead and get into the resume now before I get too excited. And then you're sitting here for an hour um, listening to me. So let's take a look at the definition of resume. Because uh, it always helps us to clarify things where we can see it in the black and white. Resume. An account of a person's education, qualifications, and previous experience. Quite simply, a summary. A brief account of a person's education, qualifications, and previous experience. And is typically sent with, an, uh, with a job application. Um, but it is also defined as a summary. So now to get back to what I was thinking while I was in the car today, I started to look back at my resume, not only at my accomplishments, but my inner core resume and the type of individual that I have become today. I was not always a good person. And there's certain things that I can't even talk about um, because they just weren't right. And I I overcame those things. And I don't, let me see, how can I gotta say this. I want to, I don't, uh, I don't push those things in the past and never forget about them because all of those things help me to be who I am today. You know, my wife said it best, you know, when I was sick, I was chosen, to, uh, you know, I happen to have that sickness because 
God obviously doesn't give you anything that you can't bear. But in going through the pain, the trials, the tribulations, um, there was a lesson to be there. And also my sins were being washed away at the same time. Not to get too religious on you, but I have to for a moment. Alhamdulillah. I, some of the bad things that I did in my past and also some of those things that I can't talk about were being cleansed by my pain. So I can't just disregard those things because they help build, they help put into my resume, they help me to qualify for the life that I have today because of those things. So don't shy away from the things that you have walked away from, but appreciate them and then move away so you don't still live in it, reside in it, and then they come back. But appreciate the walk, appreciate the journey that you have. And so you know that that, that real time revelation has to wait. No, I'm gonna go ahead and say it now. Don't allow the failures that you have had in your life to build somebody else's resume. Don't allow the failures that you have had in your life, your, your life to build someone else's resume. What do I mean by that? And this is coming to me in real time, so bear with me. Sometimes people will use the failures in your life to help build them up. But those are your failures. They're yours. Whether you like them or not, they're yours. And they're, and they're put there to help build you up. Not to build somebody else up. But sometimes people will use those failures in your life to give them a leg up. And you've got to remember that they're yours. Own it. Grow from it so you can be the best version of you. I feel like I say the best version of you on every single episode, but it, it's... It resonates and it's something that needs to be said. Don't allow your failures to build someone else's resume. Thank you. I was not expecting that now, but it happened. So let's build up this this personal resume. Um, and, and, you know, and let's build up this personal resume of excellence. That's what I like. Let's build up a personal resume of excellence. And don't build up a blindness to your resume so you don't see what you've done ultimately damaging yourself and the culture. So you may ask yourself, how do you do this? Well, it starts quite simply with, with, with excellence. There's no other way to say it. We have to be excellent first. I discussed way back light flex way back in episode number 26 because we're now at episode 55 and I'm proud of that um, but I, I, dis I discussed back at episode 26 black excellence but as you all know we evolve over time and during the bougie ball which we had this year which was amazing and the date has been dropped for the next one so please look on my, all my social media for that but my friend Ray from Atlanta, um, high school um, uh, gentleman I went to high school with, who we have now become friends, um, he said something. And he said, he got on the stage and he said, we have to be excellent first, and then we're black. 
And the reason he said that, because I kept saying black excellence, black excellence. And I must admit, I had to digest this for a moment. Although he explained it quite eloquently, in a very college park way, but quite eloquently. Um, but I, but I, had to, I had to digest it. So in order for me to do this, I had to kind of dig deep and really, really think on it. And so if I think about how we're born, we are born these perfect little individuals. And I can speak on this because I have five children. And when those children were born, all I saw were their perfect and their mind. I owned this excellence and this perfection first. And by the way, they were, all, you know, they were also black. But I looked at them and the first thing I said to myself was, you're perfect. You're excellent. You're amazing. These perfect little humans. I was blessed. And then I realized after that, and you're just in the order, you know, the, the natural order of selection, um, that they're black. But they were perfect. And every day we start at 100. And then it's up to us to try to maintain that perfect score. But we've already started out that way. We've started out the way that God had designed us to be and we are perfect and then it's up to us to make sure that the world doesn't taint us and it starts to diminish that excellent score. I hope I'm making, I'm hoping making, making sense. I feel like it's, it's starting to make sense with me. So for, in order for us to really understand what perfection and this excellence means, I want to start again and revisit um, the definition of excellence. So what is excellence? The quality of being excellent. An excellent or valuable quality. Virtue. An excellency in sense. I'm going to read that again. The quality of being excellent. An excellent or valuable quality. Virtue. Excellency sense. So then as I started to read, because I wanted to understand more, I started to look at some of the synonyms, synonyms for excellence. Distinction. Excellency. First-rateness. Greatness. Perfection. Primeness. Superbness. Supremacy. Hmm. We have to make sure that as we came into this world, these perfect beings, that that is something that we represent on a daily basis. And if we want to tie that back into the culture and specifically the black culture, whatever culture that you represent, but specifically right now, I'm talking about the black culture. We have to make sure that we are striving for that and reaching for that on a daily basis. 
It's not something that you can forget about. You can't say, oh yeah, I'm excellent. I'm good. I'm gravy. My whole situation is good. And then you just think that you're going to maintain it. You know, a person that works out in the gym, they're working out because they want to make sure they got leg day, they got bicep day, they got ab day, they got back day. And if they, if they jump off of their routine for those days, then a certain part of their body is going to be weak. If you jump off of your excellency training, you're going to be weak. And you can't at one point think that I'm excellent and that there's no further that I can go. And if you remember back to further um, past episodes, I said, we have no ceilings. We continue to strive higher and higher. Well, how can you strive higher and higher if you put a cap on your excellency? And I'm not saying this to demean anyone. I'm not saying this, you know, that we don't have a starting point. You know, I used to eat, <laughs> I used to eat pickled pig feet and, and hot sausages that were just floating in this pink, horrible looking, you know, jar that I would get from the corner store and I would eat it. And I thought that that was good for me because it was fulfilling the need of hunger at that moment, but it actually wasn't fulfilling the need of hunger. It was filling a desire to just have this salt and whatever the other content and whatever I was used to. I ate, man. I ate the pickled pig feet and pickled sausages because that is what I was used to. I didn't know anything greater than that. But once I learned and I knew that that was something greater, I treated my body better. I treated my temple better and I started to put better things into my body. Man, that was, that was revelation. Stop putting things into your body. Stop putting things into your spirit. Stop putting people into your circle that don't edify, that don't grow you. It does not mean that because they can't start it from the bottom now we hear no new friends. It doesn't, it doesn't mean just because they started with you that they have to end with you. They came for a moment in time. Relationships have seasons. Things in your life have seasons and you can grow from them. And you can be better. Sometimes, hey, I can't wear a triple fat goose jacket in the summer. <laughs> I'm going to pass out. I have to know that summer is coming and I got to put them shorts on. And sometimes you have to understand that. And that is a very, very hard lesson and message for us to hear. Because remember, we started perfect. We started these perfect humans. And we, we want everyone to win. But have you ever seen a baby sometimes? And just was reminded of this. Someone brought their baby into work. And, and sometimes, you know, people are like, oh, let me hold the baby. Although I never let people hold my baby. Some people, sometimes people hold it, you know, they, they want to hold your baby. And some people hold the baby and they sit there and they smile. 
at the at the at the person and they and they coo and they do all of these cute baby things. And then all of a sudden they go to another person and they just scream. Because we're born perfect. We were actually born with discernment. We're actually born understanding and knowing this doesn't feel right. So hold on to that and understand that sometimes things don't feel right and you have to move on from them. Or sometimes there's a lesson that you're supposed to, to learn from those things and then you move on. But don't just think that you have to reside there. You know, I, I, I threw this, this bougie ball and the whole purpose of it besides making sure that I was giving back to the community was that I wanted to spotlight, showcase, and be an example of excellence. Not my definition of excellence. Excellence. And if we go back to the definition of that, the quality of being excellent, a valuable quality, virtue, excellency sense, perfection, superbness, distinction, greatness, superiority. I wanted to show an example of that within our community and that we can be that and the things that sometimes people feel of this community that we're not that. But I can't do that by myself. I need a group of people collectively to also move in that direction to show people what excellence is. And this message is not something that's meant to, to, to demean people in any way. It's so we can be better. But sometimes I get frustrated. So I was, I was re most recently, I was out somewhere and, and one of my, my, one of my friends, he said, man, I'm, I'm, man, I'm, your vibe is off. Like what, what, what's, what's going on with you? Your vibe is off. And I didn't say it at that point. I didn't tell him exactly what was going on with me. Um, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just feeling, you know, I don't know. I'm feeling some type of way. And I, because I didn't even really know what it was at that moment. But when I started to really, really uh, dissect my thoughts, I was frustrated. I was frustrated with the lack of excellence. I was frustrated because people aren't on this path. All people aren't on this path, on this path with me. And it got me frustrated and I started to feel like, man, I just feel like giving up because everyone's not getting it. But I'm not the, I'm not the voice of everybody. You know, my, my platform is not that huge for everybody. But sometimes when you're in it, when you're residing in a space that you own and you feel as though that it's yours, sometimes you can actually get blinded by that. And you could think that the whole world is with you, but they're actually not there yet. So that's something that's that's something that I had to personally deal with. But nevertheless, I was frustrated. And I'm like, and please, excuse me. Sorry, not sorry, but it's something that I have to say. We, we, we just have to do better. 
about that? We have to do better. If we want to be seen as great, if we want to be seen as excellent, we have to be that. And we have to stop saying, yeah, this is what we do. No, it's not. This is what you were learned. This is what you learned to do. But this is not what you do. This is what you're doing because you don't necessarily know or want to see and do the thing that is actually right. Stop blaming your downfalls on the culture. Stop blaming your downfall. Well, you know, this is what we do as, you know, as African-Americans. This is what we do as Caribbeans. This is what we do as, as Chinese people. This is what we do as white, you know, whatever. Stop blaming the negative and the down and the, the downside of that on your culture. No, it's because that's what you want to do. You're looking at the negative and you're doing the negative because that's what you want to do. It's just quite that simple. You know, I was having a conversation with one of my children and I'm like, you're doing what you want to do because you want to do it. Nobody is forcing you, especially as an adult, nobody is forcing you to do what you want to do. Nobody is forcing you to be positive. No one is forcing you to be negative. Nobody is forcing you um, to go in a certain direction. It's on you. And you have to accept that. You have to accept your own responsibility in this game called life. Stop blaming it on someone else. You know, I could say, hey, you know what, because whatever, I, I grew up, you know, with abuse, um, not of me, but abuse, you know, with domestic violence in my household. I could, I could say because I, because I had cancer. I could say because I had a bad first marriage. I could say because, you know, that one of the jobs that I had wasn't the best. I could say all of these things, but it's not. I have to move from that. I had lessons that I learned. I will always say this. Because of the mistakes of my first marriage, I am the person that I am today because of that. And I wish all parties the best. But what I did with that lesson was I, almost, I invested it like stock and I built from it. And you get some wins and you get some losses, like the great Meek Mill say, the, the street poet. You got some wins and you got some losses, but you know what? It's up to me to try to gather as many wins as I can. And that's something that you have to do. Stop looking and blaming other people for your lack of excellency. Because at the end of the day, that resume, you got to stand on it. Nobody else has to stand on that resume but you. You may not want to hear that because you may want to say, well, the reason that this happened is because of this. At the end of the day, whose name's on that resume? yours and you have to stand on it so I want to give you some help an excellency test some things that you can look at to make sure that you are living your best and excellent life so there is five things that I came up with that if you can focus on these five things, it will help you. It's not the, it's not the cure to cancer, but it will definitely help you to kill this cancer of lack of excellency that's in your life. 
So the first thing, and I wrote this down, the first thing is knowledge. Do you actually know the definition of excellence? Do you know it? I just shared it with you earlier. Now that you heard it, it's up to you to know it. A person can can read you the definition. A person can give you the book. They can give you the code. But until you take that in, then you're not really knowledgeable on it. So are you knowledgeable on the definition of excellence? And based on that definition, are you actually displaying it? You heard it. You read it. You saw it displayed by somebody else. Now, are you displaying it? Number two, self-awareness, which kind of ties into number one. Am I aware of myself? Do I know my own excellence? And do I know my own excellence shortcomings? That's what's really important. Can I identify them and work on elimination of those said shortcomings? So one, am I knowledgeable and I understand the definition of it? And then two, am I self-aware to know of my own excellence that I do have and what excellent shortcomings that I have? Am I able to identify and work on eliminating the shortcomings that I, I have in my life? Number three, and this really deserves a whole episode by itself. And it's emotional intelligence. You've heard me talk about it before. It's something that I was trained on in my career and I live by it. And so the definition of emotional intelligence, in which a lot of people will call it EQ, is the ability to understand, use, and manage your own emotions in a positive way to relieve stress, communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges, and defuse conflicts. Emotional intelligence is the ability to understand, use, and manage your own emotions in positive ways to relieve stress, communicate effectively, empathize with others, overcome challenges, and defuse conflict. This is extremely important in all things. And I want you to think about this. If I can understand and manage my own emotions, it will help me deal with all the things in a very thoughtful and intentional way. And I'm going to give you an example of that. You know, I'm having a conversation with someone. And that, you know, that convo, it doesn't, necessarily go in the way that I've imagined. If I don't have a high EQ or emotional intelligence, I probably will respond in a way that may make me look less than and diminish the excellence that I've had stored in my bank. If I don't have a high EQ, I'm probably going to just deplete my bank or at least take some um, currency out of that emotional bank of excellence that I've already built up. If I don't have a high EQ, 
I won't even be able to take feedback. I'm going to give you an exa- another example. You know, I've seen things that don't necessarily represent excellence. And I'm looking at these things and I, and I say to myself, man, if I, this is probably something that I should say because I care about these individuals. But then I start to think to myself, well, if I, I say something, these probably people are probably going to get offended. And then every time that I do that, I'm damaging the culture. Because as I've told you multiple times before, unfortunately, you know, it's fair or not, one person in this culture represents everybody. They look at it and they say, oh, that's how they all act. Whatever that they are, that's how they all act. That's how they are. No matter how many doctors, lawyers, judges, CEOs, entrepreneurs that we have, people see one person in the culture acting a certain way. All of a sudden, that just destroys all the work that you've done. And they say, that's just the way that the culture is. And it's not fair. But if you at least understand the bigger picture, and it's not just about you, you'll move differently. That's why that, man, I, I stressed myself out so much, you know, in the bushy ball because I wanted it to have a certain look and a feel and I wanted people to walk away with all of their senses invoked because I wanted them to feel this just high value of excellence that was coming from this event. Now, were there mistakes that were made? Absolutely. And were there some things they were going to do differently? Absolutely. But the goal was excellence. The goal was not just to get through the event. The goal was just not to put it on. The goal was not just to give back to the community. The goal was to display and highlight excellence to give people an example as they walk through. And this may sound like my energy is on a a level 10 about this because it is. It's just that important to me. It's not about me. It's not just about you. You have to think about the bigger picture. We represent us. Hear me when I say this. Hear hear what's coming from my heart right now. We represent us. And if we don't start moving and shaking like we represent us, then us will fall. Let me get off off of that because I got me a little too excited. Number four, a tribe of excellence. And this is quite simply is the easiest way I can put it. People in your inner circle need to have the same value system and emotional intelligence as you. And that doesn't mean they need to be like you, but they need to have the same value system that you have and the same value of emotional intelligence as you do. I was speaking to one of my friends one time and, you know, my life is (laughs) the future songs like life's good. You know, Uh, life is good. And I said to him, I said, I called this friend and I'm like, what do you do? Because he is also, you know, on that path. And I'm like, what do you do right now? Because I'm, I'm feeling real, real good. 
Like I'm feeling like things are moving in the right direction and my tolerance for BS is just like at an all time low. I don't have any tolerance for it. And what he said to me in the simplest form, and I'm gonna try, <laughs> I'm gonna try to say it in something that's digestible for for everyone. I don't deal with ignorant shit. I don't deal with it. I don't deal with things that are gonna diminish me and bring down my energy and my vibration. I don't deal with it. And that's hard because again, especially if you're a person, I mean, you know, I was brought up in hospitality, so I have a spirit to serve. And sometimes it's very, very difficult for me to not bring everybody along with me. Very, very difficult. But I'm like, man, I'm feeling really, really good. The only thing that I can do is be an example. The only thing I can do is surround myself with people that are an example. And hopefully by us being an example, we can help bring people up within the tribe, within the community, within the culture by our example. But I can't sit there and just reside and lay and live in the depression of the things that are going wrong. I can't. In five, and this is my my final one, be attractive. (laughs) And I'm not just talking about just look good, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what I mean? We can look good. But I'm not just talking about being attractive on on the outside. I'm talking about inside and out. The definition of attractive is pleasing or appealing to the senses, having beneficial qualities or features that induce someone to accept what is being offered. Before I even go into the other definition, I'm going to say that again. Having beneficial qualities or features that induce someone to accept what is being offered. And what's being offered? Excellence. And if you can attract people back to that law of attracting, if you can attract people, you can help convert them over into excellence. And the final part of that definition was having or relating to the power to attract attractive forces between molecules. You attract what you attract. At the end of the day, you are what you eat. You are what you consume. And if you're attractive, you attract those things, you consume more, and you power up. But when you don't, and you take in garbage, well, pretty soon, the garbage is going to start to pile. That's the simplest way that I can say it. And so in this emotional test, if you can't answer positively any of these areas, then you know exactly where you need to start. If you can't answer any of these questions, which were, I mean, of these Um, areas of the test knowledge self-awareness emotional intelligence tribe of excellence being attractive then you know exactly where you need to work on pick it and work on it and continue to work on it so we can create excellence and build that resume up because at the end of the day you want your summary you want when people look back at your life you want when your lineage you want when your legacy to be one that's that has the foundational blocks of a strong, strong resume. I've taken quite a bit of time today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. 
you are tuning into the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. There's so much to unpack in this one. I probably need to do a part two, but I hope what I, sp- I spoke about today, I hope that you know it came from the heart. I hope that you know that it was something to help build up our culture and build up our community and know and revisit and rethink what you, what excellence is. Look at it, define it, and then be it. Thank you all. I look forward to speaking to you again. Be inspired and stay bougie.